Manila, are you ready? Of course I am, and it's time to chop it up with Drag Race UK. The queens have to put their acting chops to the test in Beast Enders. <laughs> and on the <laughs> runway, the girls hit the Panto Dame roll. Plus, we're joined by Drag Race Holland Season 1's Mama Queen. So stay tuned! Forever! <laughs> Don't be a bitter bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. <laughs> Welcome to the chat with Latrice and Manila. Where we give you the weekly recap and rundown of RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 2. Who's on top? And who gets the chop? <laughs> Let's chop it up. This week we have a truly congenial queen. All the way from Drag Race Holland, it's Mama Queen! Yay! Yes! So nice to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, Thank you for joining us. We absolutely adored you on your season. Absolutely. So I've oh seen and heard, yes. I was so happy to hear. I was so happy. Honestly, my whole drag house said like, okay, now you have the, the, the right critiques from the right people and they love you. So yeah, I'm super happy. Oh yeah, my gosh. I love you both. I love you both. Thank you. You were so yeah. impressive on Drag Race Holland. It was wow. You like are like wow, wow, wow. First of all, yeah. you're a you're st- a stunning human being. Okay, so then when you put on all the the drag and the geesh, it just takes us to a <laughs> fantasy world that we were not ready for. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so. Of course, we come from a small country, and we wanted to like. Not make it the first season of Drag Race Holland, but make it like the 14th season of of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race in general. So, of course, we've all seen all the seasons and, yeah, we just wanted to make everybody proud. And I hope well, we did with the sisters from Holland. So You did that, honey. Mm-hmm. You did Thank you that. so much. Yeah, yes, and, and you literally, like... Uh, you opened up a lot of people's eyes when it came to your gender identity and explaining uh, how you fit into the world and art of drag and how you fit into the world as a person and how you identify. And I think that a lot of people watching, even all of us who think we know everything, learn a lot from you on the show. So thank, thank you so much. Thank Absolutely. you. I'm happy to hear that. Yes. And I think also there's a lot of people who think that um, we in the Netherlands, in, uh, let's say, have a a really free country where everything is possible. But I think as as it is anywhere else in the world, we also still have struggles and face difficulties with expressing ourselves. And mm-hmm. yeah, especially on the stage in Drag Race, you can express who you are freely. And that's what I wanted to like push myself also to the limit and say like, this is really me. And even though people might not understand it, I'm still going to be me and showcase my art and my drag to the world. So, yeah. Wow. And the greatest thing about what you did on the show is that I feel like a lot of us, we are kind of expecting to have the judges and the show be the, the authority on things. And you honestly came in there and 
you schooled us all. Like you schooled the judges, <laughs> you schooled the audience, you schooled the other queens. Um, and I, I love that. I mean, we are always open to grow this uh, drag race even bigger than what we had before we started. So Yeah, and it's, I think it's like with every art form, it, the, the more the the current people push it the more the next generation is going to push it even further so mm-hmm. i can see it in my drag kids like they take me as an example but then i'm looking back at them and like well you're my example now because what they're doing is like so insane crazy i'm like I, teach me how you do this because like the future generation <laughs> that's that's really where the the diamonds are i would say yeah amen. yes yeah. amen yeah all right so are you watching drag race uk are you having fun watching the show? yes yes of course <laughs> I, mean, I loved i love the accent in general so it already makes me smile that i know that's going to be another season and then yeah i just love to hear them talk in general so yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you have it in subtitles that's what i want to know do you like watch it with subtitles no no oh okay she's bilingual no, but sometimes darling. i'm like what are they saying? I don't really understand it. And then I rewatch it again. I listen to it really closely and I'm like, oh, I get it. But of course, sometimes I don't get the joke. But yeah, because yeah, it's like a in play general, words. In general, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, well, well Latrice and I were, were struggling with all Woo, the subtitles. We were struggling sure. In the beginning, it was really hard because I couldn't look up and look down at the same time. I'm trying to like look at y'all faces and then read the words. I'm like, oh, well, God, how did you do it with, with a Drag Race Holland then? Because that's even that, crazier language. We, you know, like, we had to read. We had to read the subtitles, but it was sub- hard to look at your faces. the subtitles were so bad. They were bad. So we were missing a lot of references because it was like, that's not what they said. I don't even speak that language and I know that's not what they meant. So like that doesn't make any sense. This I went going over our heads. Luckily, all of the um the Dutch fans were able to fill us in here on the chat. So we were able to like kind of figure it out after the fact. After the fact. Yes, of course. We 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 got we we made it through and we really enjoyed it because it didn't really matter because that we didn't speak the language, because you trans send it through your art it was clear um everyone's perspective and everyone had their own identity and their own lane and no one was trying to be another copycat of another queen which was really no. refreshing because we as we see as these seasons go mm-hmm. by you see a lot of similarities going yes. on the runway a Fish lot of inspiration yeah, a couple Naomi Campbell. Yes, <laughs> you see a lot of inspiration, honey. Is all yes. I'm saying. So, um, yeah. but it's so good because you guys really did do a great job of like staying in your lane and really showing your your true art. So, yeah, thank you so much. Um, thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, thank you. But let's catch everyone up on last week with UK. So the UK girls uh, had their comedy chops uh, put to the test in the stand-up challenge that you know, you know that some some were struggling and for a laugh, but you know there was <laughs> well, no there was audience. No one to laugh. There was, there no was nobody laugh. to laugh. So, but Lawrence Cheney um, and Hora were pressed about the order that Ellie chose, and they were all bit bit out of shape. Lawrence could not let it go, child. Would not let it go. <laughs> um, no. But in the end, it was Ahura and Taste who were lip syncing for the lives, and Ahura was sent home. So we mm. will miss her. You yes. Miss- and her whore. Her whore. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, uh, okay, before we hop into the episode, let's um, hop into our inbox. Okay, remember, if you guys want to, uh, e- your emails to be read on the show, send us an email at latriceandmanila at gmail.com. Okay, so um, let me read this email for you. This is uh, from Tim. Hi, Latrice and Manila. My boyfriend and I were watching the recent episode and talking about the momentum Bimini has built for herself. Do you feel that the break hurt Lawrence Cheney overall? Manila, did you find it helped you on your season three when you had a break uh, that no one talks about? (laughs) We love you, dolls. And Manila, you once told me you loved me at a show in Philly, but that's because I handed you a higher bill. Oh, yes. You know, we we always love a queen or uh, audience that tips well. Thanks for all the entertainment. Tim, um, I don't know. Do you think that the that the uh, the break in this in the middle of the season was a hindrance to these queens or or what? Oh, from the the, the pandemic COVID mm-hmm. break. Oh, well, a little bit. I mean, um, when you really get down to it, you I see what he's asking now um, about the momentum. Uh, Bimini came back with a vengeance. Like, yes. it's like, I don't even know, like, who she is from, you know, from the start first to fi- yeah, from the beginning. It. Like, that's not the same queen. Um, Lawrence seems like he did go through a little bit of a struggle um, due to the stress of not working and the being locked down. And I don't know if it, if he's lost momentum, but I, I know that his mental is not the same. He's not the same jovial, um, happy life of the party Lawrence. I don't know, though, if that is anything to do with the break. Personally, I think yeah, it just has a lot to do with just, like, the, the stress and pressure yeah. of getting to the end. Because, Mama Queen, you know, like, in the beginning, it's all, like, new and exciting. And then as you see, like, the girls dropping like flies and you're still kind of like one of the last ones. And then like the, you become a bigger target every, uh, every week. Like it gets stressful, right? Yeah. It gets more stressful. At the same time, I think it's also like an achievement if you get further and you should take it as a compliment that you're still there. And let's say, of course they can only one be one winner, but I mean, the further you get, the more confidence you should get also. Right. That's how I feel at least. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But I think really watching that episode with uh, the break, the pandemic break, um, I feel like Bimini was the one queen that was like really like I'm going Working to learn shit. how to learn how to do the splits. I'm gonna like practice on this chair, and the rest of the girls are kind of like oh, like feeling having a little pity party, which I understand because I feel like we all kind of uh, were were in that mode when like the world shut down and we were all locked mm-hmm. at home. So, but Bimini was also the first one to lip sync. And if you have to lip sync in the first episodes, then, mm. I mean, if you then have the break, then of course you're going to think like, this is not going to happen again. When I come back, that's not going to happen again. So then, yeah. of course, there's a fire. I mean, and in that break, if you have a break, then why not re- uh, fine-tune everything you prepared, make it even better so you come back stronger? Mm-hmm. I would expect mm-hmm. all the other queens to do the same. So then... Yeah, you have something to do in your lockdown, pandemic, uh, at-home quarantine situation, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. And, and it's like, can you imagine, uh, Mama Queen, if you had the chance to, like, get to learn your competition, find out what they're about, and then take a break, go back home where you have all of your uh, all of your things, you can have your phone back, and, you know, you can get new stuff made if you wanted to. Can you imagine? 
like i mean i was i was actually two weeks in in lockdown at home when i heard i was joining uh drag race and then i just basically i put my phone away i started working i have my studio at home and i was working all the fucking time so i think um i would do exactly the same if i were any other queen having a break and knowing already your competition Mm -hmm. yeah of course yeah, for well sure. Well said. That's it. That's that's the gospel. All right, well, let's get here. Let's get into episode nine, Beast Enders. <laughs> yes, we have our top four. Ah, well, yeah. Um, and there's a lipstick message from Ahura. <laughs> Talk about sexual tension. <laughs> I see you have the sun on lots of love, Ahura. <laughs> <laughs> She's a bathhouse Betty, honey. Uh huh. <laughs> she really lives up to her name, doesn't she? Uh-huh. Yes. A whore. <laughs> I live. She knows her brand, honey. I yeah, I was it. sad to see her leave. As a mother of the house of holographic hosts, I, I was oh, sad to see the okay. whore leave, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, and then we have then we had Lawrence Cheney again going off on Ellie Diamond for Girl, that order of the comedy challenge, and you know, let it go, girl, let it go, right? Just let like, it go. Just but free she's yourself. mad. I I honestly think that it's like really her insecurities of her own uh, capabilities and performance, and it's just easy to kind of put the blame on someone that. Because I, I got, no one was funny, to be honest, on that Let's challenge. Let's be laugh. honest. Really, I did not laugh out loud one time. I one, really... I was laughing out loud because I was uncomfortable watching those Oh, clips, girl. So... I mean... Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I lied. So Taste made me laugh. That, you know, when she was oh, doing okay. the beans on toast. That was funny. Yeah, but, but I didn't keep her out of the bottom, so... But then I didn't keep her out of the bottom, so that's that. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought some punchlines of Bimini were also... They were funny. They make me smile, at least. Maybe not laugh out loud, but they make me <laughs> smile, at least. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and then for me, the Ahura part was like, basically everything that um, was too rude was like beeped out. So I, I didn't get anything. I was like, she's just being... She just yeah. makes like uh, vulgar comments, which is, yeah, can make people really laugh, but well, also BBC. The reality, so. the reality of that, as we found out, was that the beeps were more vulgar than what she actually said so yeah uh, our imaginations got away we're, with us yeah, on that our one. imaginations were a lot worse than what she actually said um so the next day um we have bimini she's expressing her excitement in going from lip syncing first episode to final four and Maybe. i honestly like wasn't expecting this um and then again the next day uh lauren still won't <laughs> let the Ellie situation <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> but they're also they're, they're friends, right? So they know each other really well. So I think it's not yeah. only about putting everybody in a fucked up position. It's also like throwing your friend under the bus in a way. That's why she was more yeah, upset about was... it. And it's more about the friendship than about the challenge in general, I think. You're yeah, right. it's it's kind of like on your season with um, Envy Peru and... Um... Abby, oh my God. Uh, Abby, Abby, oh my God. Yeah, I think oh, that's a kind of a situation there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we have a video. We have a video message from Rue, <laughs> ladies of the house of Beal. If there's one thing a queen can deliver on a daily, it's drama, Mama. So don't be an Albert Square. If Pat Butcher hands you a meat, t- a meaty tuck, well, by God, make it a meal of it. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. a, a, a bunch of references uh, I don't get, but I heard drama, so and, acting yeah. challenge. Rue enters exactly. the workroom with an orange beanie <laughs> and a smoky eye. <laughs> love I love Rue's looks these, this, oh my this season. And <laughs> says yes. today's mini challenge is the puppet challenge because everyone loves puppets. <laughs> puppets, yeah. <laughs> Don't we? <laughs> Did you have? Were there any standout uh, puppets for you, Mama Queen? Uh, well, for me, to be honest, watching the puppet show back made me really think about my puppet show experience. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I wasn't—that's—I really, wasn't the best in doing the puppet show. So I, I think they all made kind of a a, a good show of it. Um, I wasn't really, really impressed. It didn't make me really laugh, but I was like, at least they are, let's say, making a making a nice conversation with their puppets. So, yeah. <laughs> it was fluid, if yeah. nothing else. <laughs> well, I, I feel like it's just like another reading challenge disguised with puppets. You know, True. I feel like Get it's like, hey, more with it. re- read your, here's here's a puppet and read your sister and we'll kind of laugh at it because it's a puppet. You know, what I was most impressed was the boy outfits of the puppets. <laughs> like, when they right? Back, they they really made it awesome. so well. Like, <laughs> it was so good. I, yes. It was like the first time I saw those puppets. I'm like, they really do look like the contestants. <laughs> they do. <laughs> I almost oh, kind of felt God. bad that the girls had to like, you know, hot glue all this stuff to them because I thought <laughs> the original puppets looked really good. They're anyway, great. the winner of the puppet challenge was Bimini Bamboulash. Of course. Yes. Of course. And she gets the power of... Well, let's find out after this break. (laughs) We're back! (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that was quick. Um... <laughs> and we have a action challenge. The queens must act in the new dramedy, Beast Enders. <laughs> I love that rude nodded to Alyssa. Alyssa That's Edwards. Yeah. Um, okay, so Bimini won the won the uh, ch- the mini challenge, so she gets to choose the roles for the people. Yes. Yeah, but it seems like. Everyone, Everyone just kind just of, kind of their... fell into it, right? <laughs> like it was just like, yeah, I feel her, I feel her, I feel her. So yeah, I it think went down real. Bimini easy. was probably just trying to avoid an Ellie Diamond situation. Oh gosh, so, right. Trying not Coming to make Lawrence Cheney mad at her. <laughs> Fresh wounds, <laughs> honey. Sending her, giving her the, uh, the role she didn't want. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So uh, what wound up happening was Scott Slater was Bimini. Um, and then Thought Bottom was Ellie Diamond, Karen Bitchell was Tace, Phyllis Bitchell was Lawrence Cheney. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, and yeah, everybody was, it, it was right. It was right. Mm-hmm. You just have to be good now because bitch, the characters, everybody's uh, description is pretty much, you know, indicative of who they are somewhere. Yeah, I feel everybody was comfortable with the character in the beginning, so they could really just make the best out of it. Yeah, yeah. except for learning their lines. 
<laughs> well, that's a different story. Isn't because it? like Ellie Diamond and Lawrence Cheney are sitting there and they're like having their like heart to heart, like trying to like smooth things over about this, the last week's challenge. And um, it seems like they could have probably used that time to be <laughs> learning their lines, maybe. Yes. I mean, yeah. And it's like, also about like learning lines together because I feel like they practice their own lines in their own heads, but not together. And then you and forget it difference. because you have to yeah. you have to you you um let's act out the script together, and then you you know how to respond to somebody. Mm-hmm. That's, not, That's you don't memorize the lines just by learning your own lines. Then you don't know how to play it. Correct. You have to listen. Active listening is a big part of acting um like if you're gonna be good at it you have to be able to react and not uh just be yeah and the show must go on like come on the show must go make up some shit bitch make up some last week uh last week was last week like i know that ellie diamond like did some like shady stuff with that stand-up comedy challenge but Lawrence Cheney, like, come on, let's move on. We are on the next episode already. Come on, girl. We, you complained about it in the opening. You complained about it the next day. And now we have to sit here and watch you uh, have this argument with him when you could have been, like, making some some good TV. But speaking of good TV, we had Tace putting on Bimini's breastplate and wandering around <laughs> the workroom. Hilarious. <laughs> I was living. Maybe remember the first time I was putting my titties on and it's like, Woo! that's the feeling. In her face, in her body expression, that's how you feel first time wearing titties. Like golden TV. Have you ever she's worn? Never have you ever, worn titties. Yeah, I was, was just realizing that she she's always kind of been flat chested. So this was a treat. Those little rubber, yeah. those little rubber crop tops with the titties on it. Girl, the wrong color. The wrong she- color is what sold it for me. I was like, yeah, no, don't, don't put no foundation. Don't try to match it. Let them look as fake and out of place as possible. Mm-hmm. She oh, still it felt so it. Good. She was still feeling it. So she yeah. was still feeling it. Yeah, she was. <laughs> I was I would have been feeling it too. Oh yeah. Right. Honk, 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 honk. <laughs> <laughs> The sound effect crew was in full effect, though, too. Mm-hmm. They're like, boo, yes, boo, really. Boo, yeah. boo. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, um, Natalie Cassidy from the East Enders joins them via, you know, video, you know, to give them some acting, a masterclass in acting, because she has done it all. She has been it all. Um, and so the girls were really excited to see her. Mm-hmm. And she gave them some very good, um, helpful, you know, exercises uh, that they did to perform with the with the line the the bubblies, the bubblies in the fridge. Is that the line something that they like had? That? Yes, some, something <laughs> she was gave in the fridge. Emotions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the bubblies yeah, in the cute. fridge. Yeah, yeah. And the thing was is that I was actually looking at her refrigerator because you could see her kitchen in the back. Yes, yes, yes. I was same. Like, so that's what Natalie Cassidy's uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, kitchen looks like. I was like, girl, you probably could have. Probably could have cleaned up the kitchen before you did the Zoom call, girl. Oh, my God, Manila, you are so... We were just talking about how we do that. We just looking in the background. That's the first thing I was doing. (laughs) Me too, yeah. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay, so... So then the queens head to the the set to start in Beastenders, and they're going to be directed by our very own Michelle Visage. Yes. Yes. 
Michelle Visage is actually I, I have to say like she did a really good job at directing. I really mm-hmm. liked watching totally. her working. Yeah. And you know, like as a queen, uh having the judge like that sits on the judge's panel every week, like being like the person that's actually like doing walking you through this challenge, mm-hmm. you know you have to do well because they're gonna probably factor some of the shit into their judging. They're gonna hold it against you. Of course. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. just it's it. impossible not to, right? I mean Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, there was a so I think the the big thing of this uh fil- the filming of this Beast Enders was Lawrence Cheney not knowing her lines. Yes. For, first she couldn't even get into the door, which I don't know was that like <laughs> that a bit? Was funny. Was that a that bit? Was funny. Or she just couldn't figure out she she put out too much cocoa butter all over her legs so she couldn't she couldn't get a grip on the door handle maybe. Maybe she was pulling it with a push door. I mean <laughs> But those lines, girl, she's all like, eh, line, ah, line. <laughs> Bitch, they even had a prop script in the show. So she could have literally, literally just part. been like peeking at it like maybe. As you should. As you should. <laughs> <laughs> I had all kind of cheat sheets around. Um... <laughs> So they're um, acting with uh, Dummy. Oh, yeah. What is this This mannequin? It's co- uh, COVID. They couldn't... <laughs> it's the COVID dummy. The, the actor who they actually cast was not able to pass their COVID test. So they're sitting in a different room with Veronica Green, probably. Damn. In the pork chop lounge. In the pork chop lounge. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was that was kind of that was kind of funny. But they used that dummy. Like, they, had, they had his head. They had his legs. <laughs> Put a Ellie, cigarette on it, like <laughs> gave him some character. <laughs> Ellie got a fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, oh, so, got then, so the next day, the queens are back in the workroom, getting ready for the runway, and. Oh, this is like the the violin slow piano music moment where each queen gets a letter from their mothers. Oh, right. I love this. Yes, it made, it made me emotional sweet. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. That was really sweet. Yeah. It, it came at the right time. That's when you need a little bit of reassurance from home. It's like when you're at the end and you're really stressed out and you don't feel like you're supported. And then you get that little bit of confidence knowing that you got people that's supporting you at home. And that's, that does good stuff for the morale when you're in yeah. those situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I thought it was really sweet that they all were able to get pictures. Yeah. Know? Yes, and I also thought it was cute that they were reading each other's letters for yeah. each other. And well, that was yeah, also really, really nice. Like, yeah. Instead of just going to their own corner and reading their own letter, it was like, this was really nice. Those yeah, it kind sweet. of like builds the camaraderie between the contestants. And, you know, it mm-hmm. really helps humanize everyone, especially at this at this part in the game. Like, the competition is at its highest, but, like, mm-hmm. the bonds that you create with your sisters while in this competition is something that cannot, uh, you know, be, like, compared to at all. You know what I mean? So, like, this, it, it was a really sweet to watch that, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but on the runway, honey, Mama Rue... 
And these yams, honey, they are back out again. <laughs> Rue is loving Yummy these yum, like honey. mini skirts. She's got the yes. high slit, honey, just covering a cooter cat, just the just <laughs> very the high slit, yes. Very high slit. She's but gorgeous. we have our judges. We have our judges, Michelle Vassage, Graham Norton, McKay, uh, the dummy judge. Yeah, why? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's what? there, right? What? Who's the what? voice? I want to know who the voice was. Uh, yeah, did you know who the voice was? I want. I don't know. I was thinking, it sounded a little bit like um, Bag of Chips for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe it was the actor that was actually casted for it. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Could was... still do the voice, you know? Maybe. It was Veronica Green. She was via, via, via Zoom with Natalie Cassidy. <laughs> okay, so the girls hit the runway for the theme of Panto Dames. Um, but what is a Panto Dame for those of you who don't know? Well, Latrice, why don't you stick your hand in our inbox and fill us in for a little from the UK to the USA. Oh, this is from uh, the Petite Pantos. Oh. Hi, lovely ladies. I'm so excited that there was some Panto Dame representation on Drag Race UK this week, being a Panto Dame myself. I'm not sure if you will uh, have come across British p- pantomime uh, and the Dame before. If not, here's some intel. Pantomime is a traditional... Br- traditional British theater performance that tends to happen at Christmas. I've heard of this. Um, it's aimed at families and end, uh, and is a rather raucous retelling of a fairy tale, such as Cinderella. Uh, there's lots of slapstick comedy, double entendres, breaking the fourth wall, and song and dance numbers. The central character uh, to all of this is pantomime dame. The dame is usually a maternal figure and is traditionally played by a man. Uh, the character has a long tradition in British theater and dates to when women weren't allowed to be on stage, so men had to play all the parts. It's kind of hard to explain how they're different to drag queens, but they are. Um, I think maybe because they're absolutely aimed at family audiences, it makes up uh, and the makeup tends to be less intricate and there is less focus on passing as a woman because you clearly see that they're a man. Uh, <laughs> I'm, sure, <laughs> I'm sure that somebody else could put it better than me, but thanks for the amazing pod, Robert Petite Pantos LTD. Um, yeah, I when I was over there, I came like one Christmas I spent over in the UK and the pantomime was uh, the big thing. Like everyone was like, Oh, we need to take you to a panto show. I was like, well, yay, let's go. And then it never happened, but um... <laughs> couldn't get tickets <laughs> sold out. It's sold out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you, Robert. I, um, I, I've, I've seen pictures. I've never been to one, but I know they're all the rage, especially during the holiday time. That's I, I had to look it up to be honest. I was I was like, what is this theme? And then I saw them walking mm. down the runway. I was like, let me check again. What was this theme again? So it, yeah, for me it wasn't really clear when I saw them on the runway. But yeah, yeah, it's one of those things where like in the UK they know what it is, and us that aren't familiar with it are like, okay, 
Yeah, I I looked at a, I did a lovely little Google search, you know, and then I saw mm-hmm. all the all the images of these over the top, completely like overdressed, very colorful um, uh, men in drag, and it's um, yeah, it's different than w- what we would consider what like drag queen yeah. in RuPaul's Drag Race sense. Mm-hmm. But it's very much like, you know, like when Bugs Bunny will like put on a dress and like, you know, it, it's kind of yes. played for played for laughs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some of these costumes were over the top and amazing, all really colorful. So this was a really fun runway. So mm-hmm. yeah. do we have any standouts? Like who was one? Who was your favorite Mama Queen? I think my favorite this time was Bimini. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love I love the the other outfits as well. I thought Lawrence Cheney with the sewing machine on her head was a a really nice uh, nice touch. But I think um, for me, the I thought it was a little bit boring color wise, and it could have been like extremer or more I don't know mm. more glitter, more sparkly. I thought it was a little bit boring, and the uh, taste I thought it's just the Kylie Minogue outfit. It oh was yes, really. I mean, I, I, I just saw like, oh, this is the Kylie Minogue outfit. And <laughs> I didn't really get the theme. And then for um, for Ellie, I thought it could be like, if you go for a queen, then make it like really, really big. And that's also like kind of what the judges said. So I was like, yeah, it was a little bit toned down for me. And then for Bimini, I thought like she just looked like a cute baby doll and a different silhouette. Mm-hmm. And she acted really well on the on the main stage. She acted really funny, her behavior, her walk. I was like, yes, this is... Yeah, this is me feel, getting into the character. I feel like Bimini was the one that like kind of sold the, oh, like I'm supposed to be a big old man in like a baby doll dress. So like she yeah. kind of, she was able to kind of play that, I think the most. Um, I, I liked hers and Lawrence Cheney's the best. Mm-hmm. I, I really liked the uh, Lawrence Cheney with the measuring tape. It kind of reminded me of that Patty Pam Pam uh, yes. that she did. Mm-hmm. Um but what was the ch- what was what was with the thing where they both had the same saying on their on their pantaloons? Yeah, he's behind I have you. No she's idea. Yeah, he's behind, behind you. you. I guess we don't know. Uh, listeners, email us at latricemanila at gmail dot com and yeah. let us know what what the significance of of that saying was on their on their pants. Look, uh, it's it's behind you. It's behind you, and then she said the other one said he's, he's behind, behind you. you. I don't know. Maybe I don't know who he or it is. They're dicks. Uh, but... <laughs> They're dicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True that. <laughs> um, uh, so then we got to see the performance of The Beast Enders, um, and they get to watch it. Uh, did we have an opinion on The Beast Ender show? Girl. What? I kept waiting to laugh. I kept waiting to laugh. And I never laughed. Uh, it wasn't funny. Was it supposed to be funny? I think it was supposed to be funny. But I feel like, because I'm not really Ugh. familiar with EastEnders or with British soap operas, that maybe it was just kind of going over my head. Uh, oh, to no. be honest, I was really enjoying it. Oh, yeah? Really. Oh, yeah, I was tell really me, enjoying it. I was why. watching it with my youngest track daughter, and we were just, because we thought, like, for example, I thought Bimini with her, like, she had this this pauses and this really loud voice and uh, I, I just really enjoyed that and then taste for me already her energy always makes me laugh in a way so again also in this this acting challenge it really made me laugh the only thing i thought was not so let's say i didn't make me laugh was the part between lawrence and uh and ellie 
Mm-mm. because that just felt like a serious conversation and also that that's also the feedback that she got like you're a great actor but it wasn't that funny make it mm. bigger make it more funny and then yeah that's that i have to agree agree on that yeah 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 i i mean i don't know whether no because like for me i was like am i just putting too much pressure or too much uh expectation on this and i'm like no because no matter what funny is funny like just when you get to the root of it if if it makes you laugh whether you get it or not funny is funny and i just did not laugh out loud and i was in a good mood until i watched that (laughs) (laughs) well maybe it's maybe it's also like compared to that it's always in the in the in the final episodes that when they practice, it looks really bad. And then when you see the result, it looks really good. And it didn't. It wasn't that much of a transition. <laughs> That's what I was missing. I was waiting for <laughs> I was waiting for the like, ooh, okay, now we see the funny version. And it was just like, no, they just edited it out the worst parts of it. And this is what we got. And so uh-huh. I I just I feel indifferent about it. I, I thought that I wanted more and what did you think, Manila? Um, yeah, I'm kind of with you, Latrice. I feel like because um, there was probably a lot of jokes that I missed because I'm not familiar with either EastEnders specifically as a TV show that they might have had some references that I, I completely mm-hmm. missed. Um, and then there was uh, maybe, maybe it's because I'm, you know, but uh, I mean, ultimately it was like kind of it was kind of fun, but I just felt like um I felt like Natalie Cassidy was kind of like gave them a heads up, like don't make it a screaming match. And th- it got to a point where I just felt like everyone was just screaming at a certain point. And I was like, there was no like flow of humor for me. I I, I don't know. It, it was maybe, maybe I'm just too uh, dumb to Mm-mm. figure it. <laughs> no girl. Funny. It's funny. I'm sorry. Like it does not matter. I've seen it's enders. Um, we used to watch it, Christopher, we would watch it when we were over there. So I've seen, like, some of the episodes. I'm familiar with it. But, again, I mean, I just feel like you got to make it your own and you got to make it Drag Race. And they want you to make us laugh, ultimately. And no. so... I did not pee my pants, but I thought it was... She chuckled. They're having sex yeah. with the mannequin. I thought that was funny. And the cle- cleaning the floor was, was also that, kind of funny. That was and the- great. Bitch slapping and Bimini like turning around with the bitch slap on the floor also made me laugh a little bit. So there were some funny moments. There yeah. were some funny moments. I will give that. Yeah, I think that I, I I agree with you guys. I think the girls had their moments. I think uh, uh, the problem was is that I wasn't really following along with the story completely. Uh, I felt like all the kind they of characters. Weren't yeah, I just I just felt like all the characters were like, you know, oh, they're mad at each other for sleeping with someone, and you're just like, okay, okay, okay. Uh, so maybe the maybe it was a script that was less inspired. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know, but uh, let's 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 take a break and like find out what the judges think. Yeah. Okay. All right, so what are the what are the judges think? I, 
the funny thing I thought was with the, the judges were always like, like they kind of were like Michelle especially because she's the one that directed. She's like, oh my gosh, this is was so good. My directorial like masterpiece. Correct. Like all of you were fantastic. Right. So I don't I even know how I'm going to judge you. Uh, <laughs> all of that, all of that from what we saw was like. Mm. It's like there's absolutely no fault in the direction of this uh, particular sketch because I because what was I the did one. was that. Yes, I did. I did that. I did that. <laughs> Um, so all of you were fantastic. I don't know who's going to be in the bottom. <laughs> shriek, honey. Um, yeah, well, the judges seem to think that, you know, Lawrence obviously was nervous and took some time to get into character, but uh, it was executed well once it was done. Um, and they loved the look. Um, it was very panto and proper. Yeah, I feel like with, I I feel like this was like one of those times where like I was expecting them to really go in on Miss Thing for not knowing her lines. You know yeah, what I mean? And they did, mm-hmm. but it had zero effect on the, what the judges were thinking. Saw. They saw the yeah. end result, which I I don't understand. But I do understand. Like when you ultimately like. When you are rehearsing and when you're filming something, like it's really all about what the final product is. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, like, what happens on set should not have anything to do with the final product. Uh, so I understand that part. But then, why show it? Show us all the struggle. Why? Why make it the whole thing about <laughs> Lawrence changing, yeah, not but- knowing her lines, and then in the end, you know, like. It was a seamless. I, th- I think in other seasons they 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 talk about behavior of queens uh, while doing a certain challenge. So in this, also if it's like about lines, if you forget your lines and you need a lot more help getting to a certain point, then yeah, even though the end result is nicely edited or put together, mm-hmm. it can still be named and be part of the the critiques. I would say, yeah. It like at the end of the day, it didn't matter because that was to happen. It it was happened with on All Stars Four with us with Trinity, like Ross was directing and he spent in a, like an exorbitant amount of time giving her notes and making sure that her character was coming gonna come across perfect. I mean, obviously we know that why that was important. <laughs> but... Oh, okay, so that's the real tea right there because ultimately um, the, the... <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it does happen. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, it's all, all about right, that end right. result. I'm, sorry, I'm sorry to see. I'm sorry to see. <laughs> um, yeah, well, with taste, they said that you know taste went for it. Uh, they. The judges all kind of admitted that they didn't really have high expectations for Tace. So the fact that she kind of like m- met or surpassed their low expectations, they were like, oh, okay, brava. Yeah. But brava. ultimately, like the Panto Dame look was just Kylie Minogue showgirl tour circa 2000s. Oh my God. Six. He yeah. read her wings so bad. He said her wings needed some Red Bull, bitch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> Graham got in for that one, honey. <laughs> yes. Totally agreed on that one. She was, uh, she was not going to fly away with those wings. She was not no. flying anywhere <laughs> with those, honey. <laughs> uh, Bimini, uh, they say that she took direction very well um, and her comedy is amazing and uh, she's very funny. I, I, I agree. Like, you can tell with Bimini that she's always 
like thinking of what else she can layer on top of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like you were saying, Mama, like how she was like posed on the floor uh, while scrubbing. I was like, you better, you better be on that floor scrubbing with your, with your toes pointed. Oh, it up. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, she could be, she could be all Cinderella about it, you know, and be like, "Oh, I'm sad. Right. I have to mop the floor, and somebody just took over my 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 bar." And but she was like, "No, I'm still like this sexy, mm, porn <laughs> porn bitch." And I was really, I was, right. I was loving the whole look. I mean, you could just yeah. make, make a still out of that scene. I was like, "Yeah, it could be a picture." Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. And um, body language is really important in acting. If you don't have a line, then so. make sure you're still noticed. And she did that. Like, yeah. Yeah, especially yeah. in a comedy where you can really, mm-hmm. like, play that up. You know what I mean? Ellie Diamond, uh, she was, believe. yeah, they said, like, she's believable. She did a good actor. Maybe better for an actual soap opera and not really so much with, the, like, a comedy. Um I felt like many times she was just, just holding the back and that was her body language, holding the purse in front of her. And Delivering her lines in the right way, but there was not much more to it. Yeah, she didn't really add add her own flair to the the role. Um, mm-hmm. And then the look, like this was, I think, like what Graham Norton was saying is like this was like the look that I think would have really uh, f- that really fits Ellie Diamond's aesthetic and her style. Uh, and that kind of left us underwhelmed because like this was this was the chance for her to like go full Ellie Diamond, mm-hmm. Panto Dame. And it was just kind of like, yeah, it's another version of an Ellie Diamond look. Yeah. Right? And she, I mean, I could hear Michelle say like, we've seen this silhouette before because that's what I was thinking. Like, it's the mm-hmm. same silhouette again. And I was like, maybe for this one, she could have changed her silhouettes. And it's it's kind of this is supposed to get you in the in the finale, so change it, I would say. Yeah. It's starting to become redundant, you know? Right. I, at first, I didn't understand what Graham was saying, but I was like, no, 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 no. I get it. It's true. This is where she, this is where we expect to see the big ooh-la-la Ellie moment. Like, this could have been dragged completely out. I was like, it's, it's cute. It got stones on it, and it's conceptual. But in the grand scheme, it was not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's because like most of her looks kind of fit. Kind, I think any of her looks on the season could have been used in this particular runway, Correct. and it would have just been yes. like, oh, been look refined. at it. Oh, it would have been like, yeah. oh, that that fits the theme. That fits the mm-hmm. theme. Yeah. So I think that's why it was. Uh, it didn't really work for her <laughs> because I think that at this point we all have kind of like an expectation that we want her to surpass. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also if I if I look at like the reference that she makes with the um like the white fur piece on the bottom of the blue skirt, mm-hmm. if you see that on, on a real like old school royal paintings, then it's like a really big cape having that that line and the shoulders with the parts out of it, it should be like poofy, like make the make the the, the sleeves really big and yeah, the hair could be like way higher instead of this Marilyn Monroe hair. I was like, no, make it super big and put a crown on it and be a queen. Yeah, bigger. I think, yeah. Well, I honestly think that if you she if you put that wig on, you would be drowned in it. But I think just because she's a large queen, she has to really like up the proportions a lot more. Um, so I, I agree with that. Well, back in the workroom, Tace uh, calls out Lawrence. 
and Ellie for not knowing their lines. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, that's gotta be frustrating because, like, Tace was not she. She knew that they, she got like the probably the worst uh, review. Uh, I think most of it was just because of her runway outfit. So mm-hmm. she kind of was like, okay, I fucked up on the runway outfit. So, but like, how was it that Lawrence and Ellie are not getting as bad of critiques and they didn't even freaking know their lines? So I can see your frustration there. Yeah. Yeah, same. Especially if it's like so, so short for the finale. It's like, yeah. It sucks because again, like from the judge's perspective, they don't know what happened on set. But they do, All because Michelle Visage was on set. Well, and she so was, was that mannequin, the... who had a lot to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so true. You know what I, mean? <laughs> well, I guess Ellie Diamond is like a really good oh. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so there goes my theory. Oh. <laughs> fuck my drag. <laughs> <laughs> so back on the main stage, RuPaul calls our winner out. It is Bimini Bamboulash. I, I agree with that. I think that she, yeah. I think, did the best. Yeah, same. I, yeah. Our, our safe queen is Lawrence Cheney. I, I also yeah. agree with that. Which yeah. means our bottom two is Tace and Ellie Diamond. And mm-hmm. ooh, bitch, this is like, this is like, I'm on pins and needles because Tace has proven to to be the lip sync assassin of the season. Yes. This is her yes. fourth time in the bottom and she's sent three people home already and Ellie Diamond with no P- repeater badges is probably shaking her boots but she is really confident. Our lip sync song is Last Thing on My Mind by The Steps. What do we think of this lip sync? I love the lip sync. I actually enjoyed it. I didn't know the song but I, I was like, well, they know it. So <laughs> they yeah. know it. <laughs> they both they both knew the song really they well and they went the for it. Well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they both did their thing. They used the whole stage. I thought that maybe uh Taste was a little bit more doing her own thing and Ellie was a little bit more conscious of uh of Taste as well. So mm-hmm. trying to be in her way a little mm-hmm. bit sometimes and yeah, I think it was a it was a good lip sync. Yeah. Yeah, I I I was I could start feeling i was like oh okay these girls are really doing it oh okay the camera's lingering on this girl and then i was like oh so she must be the one that they're gonna like keep and then they're like oh no not the camera's lingering on the other girl okay mm-hmm. oh well, she's doing really well okay um yeah so surprise surprise they both get to uh shantae double shantae double shantae yeah and i kind of was like at the end of the little thing i was just like Christopher's milling about and I was just like you know what why don't they just you know they wanna just go ahead and let them both stay nobody want nobody to go home at this point you know we were all invested in all four of them because they really did do a great job overall Mm -hmm. and so I wanted all of them to be in the final anyway so I think uh, it did us great we all got our wish I think because I'm very happy that nobody went home at this point it was really yeah and sucked. I could so relate to like the top four staying the top four an episode longer yeah. so I was like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> give me some nice memories you know yeah, so I was like, yeah, okay, cool. exactly yeah. wait have they had a top three ever I, I feel like they stopped having top threes in the last yeah, few years it was, they stopped having top three since 
my season of Drag Race. Mm. Did, did Canada's Drag Race have a top three? I can't remember. Yeah, the, the, no. Did, was did it they? a top four? Yeah, I can't uh, remember. Was, I can't remember. Yeah, but like, yeah, I, I'm thinking like, okay, for the sake yeah, of the audience, mm-hmm. for the sake of the audience, it is time. We all kind of, we've now fallen in love with these queens. Yeah. It can be anyone's game. Uh, let's keep on one extra person in the workroom just so that we can have full on conversations. And I'm happy that Ellie Diamond has stayed. And girl, she hasn't won a thing yet. And she is in the top four. And she's at the last Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Well, that would be something. If she would win with no challenges won whatsoever, that would be new. History. That would be history made and a lot of people mad. Um. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, ultimately, like, it's like the girls in this season, I feel like they put a lot of influence, uh, emphasis on how many root Peter badges that they had. But we all know that that really doesn't have any say if that keeps you there longer. Because, like, if you just fuck up and then do a bad lip sync then you could be gone even if you have the most root peter badges, badges you know what yeah. i mean yeah, and ellie is proof mm-hmm. of that yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. i'm i'm excited yeah. to see that they're all like okay well badges are no longer a thing you know like that's whatever. it yeah mm-hmm. well so, um remember that we love reading your emails because you know we just don't know a lot of things sometimes <laughs> So, uh, send us email at gmail.com and we may read it on the show. Just let us know what you thought of this week's episode. If there's anything that we missed, I'm sure there is because we still have some questions. Um, and yeah, we just do it in that email and, and we'll touch our nipples and read it. <laughs> okay. Mama Queen, are you ready for our tops and our chops? Each week, we are going to highlight our tops and our chops of the week, our favorite and our least favorite moments from the episode. Yes. Um, do you have a, a, a favorite moment? What's your top moment of this episode, Mama? My top moment was Tace responding to the drama because that made me laugh. I feel like when she responded to the... Uh, to Lawrence and uh, Ellie Diamond's discussion right after the runway in the beginning <laughs> of the episodes. And she was just kicking with her leg. And I was like, yes. <laughs> Putting it how it is. That was, for me, that was like a, a really great moment. <laughs> yes. Latrice, what's your Mine top? is, my top moment is Tace's titties. Uh, the the, <laughs> the <laughs> miscolored titties complexion had me hollering like that was funny 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 that's my top <laughs> uh, my top was that really lovely moment when all the girls got together and they had their uh their little letters from their moms and their pictures and I, I thought that was like a cute little break from the the stress of the competition um, even though, like, part of me was like, "Okay, let's wrap this up," because I want to see the, I want to see the end result of the, yes. the Beastenders. Because <laughs> I, I was like all like all warmed and and I was like feeling um, lovely after the first letter, and then I was like, "Oh, we got three more to go." Okay, all right, all right, let's just get into this like boohoo piano music, violin playing part of the show, and it was really cute to see all the the people, and I was really touched to see all the photos of these queens with their pair, like their mothers. I thought that was Yes, really sweet. Ellie with her mom. Oh my God. The mom was so small next to her. It was really cute. 
<laughs> I love seeing the support of family with with our drag queens. I think that means a lot, and it showcases to the world like love and acceptance of their children. So that's great. What about our chops? Chop, chop, chop. Hmm. I think I would have to say that in the beginning of the episode, again talking about uh, last week's decisions, I'm like, for me, that's like, get over it, move on. It's a new week. Um, yeah. I don't really like that kind of thing. Draw in the past. No. Yeah. yeah. That's my chop too, Mama Queen. That was, yeah, I was just like, okay, we're doing, okay, we, I, I was okay with it in the opening of the show. Yes. But then when they came back into the workroom the next day and it was still a thing, I was like, okay. And then we had that sit down moment and I was like, oh my God. How, like, how deep is your love? Yeah. Like, yeah. do we have, Ed, can we just like throw some pit crew in the room so we can have something else to yeah. like do it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to solve the issue. Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> yes. What about your chop, Latrice? My chop is actually um, the judges made some very bold, a bold, bold statement, which was, this is the best acting challenge in all the franchises, blah, blah, blah. I was like, that's a real bold statement. And I'm going to have to strongly disagree and say that as a hard <laughs> no. Um, so that's a chop and a lie and the truth ain't in it, bitch. That was not one of the best acting challenge in all of the franchises. Bitch, please. No, ma'am. That was not it. Sorry, not sorry. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah, yeah. That was, that was a good, that's I, a good chop. I understand where you come from. Yeah, I do understand. Yeah, yeah That's a bold statement, bitch. Like, in all the seasons of all Drag Race, all over the world, Everywhere. this is the one. Girl, no. I know you directed Michelle, but no. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that is hilarious. And that's our show. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to The Chop. We have new shows every Tuesday and Thursday. Make sure you subscribe to our show. You can rate review us on your podcast app. And you can send us an email. We might read it on the show next week. Email latrisamanella at gmail.com. And you can follow us at Latrice Royale and at Manila Luzon. And Mama Queen, where can we follow you on social media? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at... I am Mama Queen. Mm. Yes, you are. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Get into the looks, honey. Get into the looks. Get into it, Like and share, honey. <laughs> and we'll see you next week to find out who gets the chop. The chop is not endorsed by World Wonder, the BBC, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race UK and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever. Dog. To listen to The Chop ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. The Chop is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Latrice Royale and Manila Luzon. Produced by Joseph Shepard. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Big Dipper, Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale. 